Hi everyone, I'm Dave Chapman and you're listening to The Science of Social Media, a weekly social media podcast from Buffer, covering all the latest stories, insights, experimentation and learnings to help you and your brand succeed online. Welcome to episode number 154. I'm Heather Mae Pustai and today we're talking about Pinterest. We'll be going deep into the strategies that are working today and how to get visits and of course, how to get results from Pinterest. If you've been curious to learn the latest and greatest Pinterest tips, then this is the episode for you. We've got a great list of takeaways for novices and pros alike. How do you make an effective Pinterest ad? What's the best way to do Pinterest video? We'll cover it all in this episode. A warm welcome to the show, everyone. Let's kick it off. So Heather May, did you know Pinterest is the top social network for product discovery? Dave, did you know that more than half of Pinterest users have accessed Pinterest in the store while they're shopping? I am absolutely guilty of this. There might be a reason these stats sound a bit new. Pinterest seems to fly under the radar when it comes to social media chatter. Instagram, Facebook and Twitter steal headlines. Meanwhile, Pinterest keeps chugging away. 270 million active users, 280 million, 290 million keeps on growing. And one of the questions that we get asked most often is what strategies are working on Pinterest? Or to put it another way, I've heard Pinterest is great, but I don't really understand how. I know that I am completely guilty of wondering how exactly to develop a a successful strategy on Pinterest. So we were curious ourselves to find out the specific strategies that drive engagement and ROI on Pinterest. We want to put them to use for our own Buffer Pinterest profiles and share them with you so that you too can do great things on Pinterest. So first, let's set the scene by talking about one of the biggest topics on Pinterest, demographics. Yes, it's true that Pinterest demographics are uniquely weighted in comparison with other social networks. We ran through social media stats and facts in episode number 150 of the podcast, and here's what we shared about Pinterest. In the US, 41% of women who are online use Pinterest. Meanwhile, 16% of online men use Pinterest. And in terms of age breakdown, the majority of Pinterest users fall between 34% of 18 to 29-year-olds and 34% of 30 to 49-year-olds. So while the specific demographics definitely skew female and a bit older than other social networks, there's another lens that's worth taking a look at. And it's the one that we opened this episode with. Pinterest is the number one platform for product discovery. If you sell a product, Pinterest is absolutely the place for you. Now, this is due to a number of factors. Pinterest, along with Instagram, is an incredibly visual marketing platform and products lend themselves well to visuals. Pinterest has e-commerce tools built into the platform too for shopping and learning more about products. And Pinterest is incredibly well indexed for search, both in the Pinterest app and on Google. Right. So with this background and encouragement in mind, we have some tips from the top marketers and direct-to-consumer brands on Pinterest that you can apply to your Pinterest strategy today. Here goes with strategy number one. Make a 6 to 15 second video. Brands have been posting video to Pinterest for a couple of years now, so we've had the chance to see the trends and pull the data. According to Pinterest, the best videos are the shortest ones. The sweet spot is 6 to 15 second videos. Exactly, and along with length, there are a couple other things to watch for to make sure your video gets those views. First, don't rely on audio to get your message across. Just like we've seen on Facebook and Instagram as well as Twitter, a lot of social media users browse their feeds with the sound off. I know that I do that as well. If you're using a video on Pinterest, be sure to have the visuals speak for themselves. 
Or another alternative here would be to use captions or text overlays to explain your message. And once you've uploaded your video, be sure to pick a strong cover image to sharpen the feed. Remember, your video will be competing with the beauty and vivacity of a screen full of Pinterest visuals. It needs to be good. And it needs to be on message. Pinterest uses the cover image to help show your video to the right audience. This is such a great tip. I think often of the cover image for videos, sometimes where the face gets like paused in a funny place. And I think <laughs> it's so important to keep in mind to make sure to have a really clear cover image for that. So Pinterest says that the best videos are storytelling videos and how to's. Hunter, a rain gear brand, which I'm sure many of us are familiar with, saw a 30% increase in brand searches when they used Pinterest video for a launch. It works, you all. Just give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go on to our next strategy. Optimize your Pinterest ads with the Pinterest tag. You have the Facebook pixel installed, right? And you're using Twitters too? Well, if you're serious about making Pinterest ads work, then you'll want to get the Pinterest tag installed too. Just like the other social network trackers, the Pinterest tag allows you to follow the behavior of people who click from one of your Pinterest ads and come to your website. You can see how they navigate through your website and whether or not they convert. The best brands are using this data just like you would with your Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter data. You can use this to measure your performance and ROI of your ads and improve your targeting for future ads that you run. And while you're at it, be sure to install Enhanced Match also. With Pinterest tag, you can track the conversion of most of your audience. And with Enhanced Match, you have the chance to capture even more, like situations when cookies aren't present. And just like with other social ads, to get the best returns on your ad spend, you want to think holistically about the entire customer journey. In short, you want the message of the ad to match the message of the landing page. So on Pinterest, you can achieve this with the descriptions you write for your pins. But an even better place is in the text overlay of the image. Text overlay is simply the text that you put into the design of your image, whether you're creating it in Canva, Photoshop, Sketch, or elsewhere. And this might go without saying in 2019, but be sure that your landing page is mobile friendly, especially when you're running ads for mobile and tablets. That's a great tip. I can't count the number of times that I've gone to a website and it's not mobile friendly and it's so frustrating to try and navigate from my mobile device. So, okay, let's take a quick music break before we jump into our third strategy because it is a good one. Welcome back everyone. Okay, we've talked about video tips on, and the Pinterest tag. For tip number three, we're going back to content creation. Our advice for great Pinterest content that converts, break out that calendar. Seasonal moments are among the best times for brands on Pinterest. Yeah, Pinterest is one of the go-to places for planning. So the network season especially sharp uptick in usage around big moments, say a Super Bowl party or Thanksgiving or New Year's. These calendar spots are opportunities for you to get in front of an even bigger audience and to maximize your reach and resources. Pinterest even has a downloadable possibilities planner that covers a bunch of these seasonal moments. The guide is really great because it doesn't just give you a single date for each moment. It tells you when pinners start saving pins, often months ahead of the specific date. For instance, here are the moments that begin around July. Back to school, we have back to college, and then of course the holidays. And if you want to catch Black Friday vibes, you better hurry. Those moments begin in June, which is mind-boggling. Wow, it really is about forward planning. All right, we're going to first principles for strategy number four. It's a simple but powerful one. Get the basics right. 
we know a lot of you already have these down pat. But just to refresh, here are the technical specs for exactly what size, shape and style to use for your Pinterest creative. Your Pinterest content will do its best if it's optimized for Pinterest. As with many of the social networks, this is a really, really big one. So the ideal aspect ratio for a pin is going to be two by three. This means a tall image, for instance, a thousand pixels by 1500 pixel image. To calculate the aspect ratio, you should be able to divide the width by two and the height by three and end up with the same answer. So for example, in our 1000 by 1500 example, the division would have gotten us 500. The max file size is going to be 10 megabytes in a JPEG or a PNG format. And you get 100 characters for a pin title and 500 characters for the pin description. Right, and it's important to note the first 50 to 60 characters of the description are likely to show up in the feed, so use that space wisely. And while it might not be named specifically in the Pinterest guidelines, you can upload animated GIFs to Pinterest for some added zest, humor, or engagement. Okay, switching gears to video, here are the sizes and shapes of ideal Pinterest videos. The maximum length is going to be 15 minutes and a minimum length of 4 seconds. Remember from earlier that the best performing length is somewhere between that 6 and 15 second mark. The file itself can be a MP4 or a .mov, but the size must be less than 2 gigs. A couple of different shapes work best. Basically, not just wide landscape videos. We'll get to those in a second. Pinterest recommends square videos a 1 to 1 aspect ratio, or vertical video at a 2 to 3 aspect ratio, or a 9 to 16 aspect ratio. And speaking of video sizes... Ah uh, yes, speaking of. That brings us to our next strategy. Try max width video ads plus all the other new ad types that Pinterest has to offer. Pinterest has a couple different ways that videos can show up in the feed, and there's the standard width video, and these are the ones that we just discussed, where they can be either square or vertical. There's also what's called max width video, and wow, these are really eye-catching. They span the width of two full columns in the Pinterest grid, and here's where you can really embrace your widescreen. Pinterest allows the horizontal widescreen videos for this format as well as square videos no vertical video. These videos can be great for ad launches or new releases, and one of our favorite examples of this was from the movie The House with a Clock in Its Walls, which used the max width video ads as part of its launch campaign. We're big proponents of trying out the latest ad types whenever social networks release something, so definitely give max width ads a spin. Also, check out Pinterest carousel ads. You can create carousels that are organic or paid, and these feature two to five images, either a square or vertical size. Best of luck. Yes, and for a special nudge towards giving Pinterest ads a try, we found this stat from Carnival Cruise's Pinterest campaign. They say 31% lower cost per click on Pinterest than other platforms. Wow, that's a good saving. So let's slip in a quick one for our next Pinterest tip. You've probably heard that Pinterest often works like a gigantic search engine, right? Well, one of the best ways to make sure your content gets discovered through search is by using the right hashtags. Pinners use hashtags to find trending topics and to index and search the site. They aren't necessarily funny or tongue-in-cheek, the kind that I like, but they're best used when they're descriptive and specific. Right, so you can use up to 20 hashtags in your description. And if you're stuck on what to use, autocomplete is a great way to find the right hashtags to use. If you're not sure, simply go to the Pinterest search bar and start typing. Whatever Pinterest suggests is likely to be a high-volume keyword. Okay, let's move next to a tip all about what to post you can check out the latest pin trends report to see what's working right now. 
Every month, Pinterest publishes the latest data-backed findings of what's popular on Pinterest now. They just released their July report. You can find all the previous months and coming months at business.pinterest.com forward slash en forward slash insights. Once again, that's business.pinterest.com forward slash en forward slash insights. And you can also find that in the show notes. Right. Now, these reports get super specific. Here's a sampling of what Pinterest shared in July. Searches for bubble waffles are up 55% year over year. Searches for pastel yellow interiors are up 73% year over year. And bracelet handbags are up 150%. So Pinterest groups these findings into categories about food, fashion, home and lifestyle. And additionally, they share specific insights for regions like Australia, France, the UK, Canada and more. So for instance, in the US in July, searches for jalapeno frozen margaritas are up 139%. Who knew? All right, and to wrap things up, we're going to touch on a somewhat controversial Pinterest strategy, joining group boards. Now, the way this one works is that you find a board that's really popular and you reach out to that board to see if they'd be interested in having you contribute. Of course, you'll want to choose a board that fits your niche and that you sincerely want to contribute useful, meaningful content. That's right. Where this strategy has gone off the rails is when it's been used as an inauthentic growth tactic. Pinterest is wise to this and has issued statements about the right and wrong ways to post. And the result is that, in general, group boards have been receiving less exposure in the feed than content from personal boards. So if you find a board that's firmly in your brand's wheelhouse, by all means, jump on in and contribute. But if you're only in there for the views and clicks, then we suggest trying out one of these other strategies that we've named previously. Thank you so much for tuning into the Science of Social Media today. And as always, we deeply appreciate your kind ratings and reviews on iTunes. If you'd ever like to get in touch with myself or Heather May, we're always here for you on social media at the hashtag BufferPodcast. And you can also send us an email anytime, hello at buffer.com. We have lots of great episodes lined up for you in the next couple of weeks. I look forward to next Monday, everyone. 